Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everyone is having an absolutely terrific day today. And I got a special guest for all of our listeners. I've been on his show repeatedly, good friend of mine, good friend of the family, Doug Hagman. He will be on our show today, host of the Hagman Report, which is one of the best, most basically just invasive shows as far as coming in and pushing out the truth. He does insane amount of research and journalism, one of the best guys in the alternative market. I encourage you, if you haven't listened to a show, go check it out. I'm on it all the time. I listen to it all the time. Incredible show. And so it's a privilege to have him on my show today. Doug, how are you doing this morning, my friend? Wow, what an introduction. Thanks. Uh, Doing well. Thank you very much. I appreciate being on. Absolutely. And I know, uh, I think Ted's on the show as well today. I know he's had a lot of stuff going on this morning. So uh, he I'm right here with you guys. You guys go ahead. Yeah. So we'll, we'll all get going with some stuff. The, one of the first topics that I wanted to kind of bring up, and this is actually one that I was very intrigued with asking Doug yesterday, because I've, I'd never really thought we would reach this level yet. And the article, I talked about it in detail yesterday, was from Politico where they're now saying that the DNC has announced they want to surveil and essentially censor private text messages via all SMS carriers relating to the COVID experimental injection. Now, I I brought it up briefly yesterday. It was quite troubling to me. I researched it some more. I have no understanding or idea how they can actually do this and blatantly violate the Fourth Amendment. Now, you guys already know, I've been pretty clear with you, we don't live in a fantasy world. We know the NSA monitors and basically data logs every single keystroke, every single text, every single phone call. We're, just, we're on the same page with that. They pretend like they don't do it, but they do it. This is going a whole step further. Is This actually wants to have direct engagement from fact checkers in your private text messages to censor and monitor what you say via your friends, your family. And I told you guys yesterday the incident that I had on Instagram in a private group message where I tried to post a link about the attorney general from Portland when he essentially was releasing people from jail that were involved with battery, arson, theft, vandalism, you name it. He was dropping charges. And Instagram blocked me repeatedly, would not let me post the link in the group chat, basically said that it was they blocked certain things for the protection of the Instagram community that I did not even really think much about it. I thought it was pretty weird. I screen recorded it, but it didn't surprise me, you know, obviously because of how unbelievably communist Facebook and Instagram are. But to hear the DNC actually come out with this blatant level of rhetoric that they want to come in and start monitoring and censoring private text messages, I don't really even know what to say about it. So I was going to ask Doug on this. Doug, what do you you think from a legal standpoint? Can they possibly get this done? And if they do, where's the next line drawn? Because if this goes through and this actually goes through court, I'm sure it's going to be challenged. There literally will be no freedom of communication or expression anymore in this country, unless I'm, I'm viewing this wrong. What do you think? 
Well, obviously, um, this is just coming out. This is nothing new. Um, I can't talk about what I need to talk about, okay, because of legal matters, okay? But I, I've experienced this. I'll just say this. I've experienced this back uh, seven, eight years ago. Oh, wow. um, I can say that, and that's as far as I can go. But but this has been going on for a number of years. And, the, and to, that's the NSA or the intelligence community spying or monitoring communications. Uh, what law? Question mark. What law? You know, where is the law? Where are our constitutional rights in terms of the intelligence community writ large? There are none. They can do whatever they want. We've seen that with the uh, uh, the Steele dossier, the, the uh, Trump, the investigation into uh, President Trump. We, we've seen all of this take place. The blatant constitutional violations. This is not going to stop here. This is going to keep going and going and going to the extent that everything that you do electronically, everything that you do, um, it, it's going to be, it, it's really going to become a total surveillance state. It, for the most part, it already is. Which, if you think back to the start of the lockdowns, what really were the lockdowns for? A couple of different purposes. Number one, destroying the middle class and small businesses, which they were very effective at. But number two, that prevented people from gathering together to discuss. Remember how the revolution was formed. It was formed in taverns and churches. And to prevent that from happening again, because they know these, uh, really these, these, and I don't use this word lightly, uh, these Satanists, these people who worship uh, the, another whole other God, um, small G God, uh, they want us subservient to the new, this global reset, this reset, the, the new world order. And so when you look at this in, in a larger sense, this is just one step and it's not going to stop here. It's not going to stop with, with text messages about the, uh, the COVID vaccine or COVID or whatever. It's not going to stop. Uh, uh, and the surveillance is not going to, it's never going to stop. It, it's, it's, it's always going to be there. And the more people rely upon smartphones and devices for their, uh, communications, the more this will affect or impact their activities. So we have to look at this, I believe, we have to look at this like, all right, everything we do is under surveillance. We are constantly under surveillance. And and I've conducted surveillance as an investigator, um, and I've had surveillance conducted on me. All right. So uh, it, it's a really, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a bizarre thing to realize that everything you're doing somebody's watching you and um, it's intimidating and it's modifies behavior. So I think um, there was a book written back in 1978. I don't even know if it's still in publication. It's called, it was called uh, behavior modification. And I, I don't re recall the author's name right now, but this was way back in 1978. Uh, in, in fact, back during the Watergate days, they had talked about this. Uh, the surveillance of, of citizens. And they had conducted this. Uh, in that case, of course, it was the opposing political party. And um, much like it was with the Trump investigation. So I guess what I'm saying to you is, did you, you know, to the people listening, did you expect anything less? Did you expect that this wasn't going to take place or wasn't taking place? I, I, if, if that's where you are mentally, and I don't mean to sound disparaging, um, I think people need to wake up and understand that right now we have a rogue, out-of-control 
uh, element or elements within our government, within the global structure, the infrastructure of the globalists that want to take over our lives completely. And they ultimately for our own destruction. And, and that's what people really need to understand. I, I've seen this over the last couple of months working with Russ and, and his, his crew and, and others, the supportive uh, teams. I have seen, and I don't mean to bring this in to sound um, self-serving, but 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 I've what I've seen is really the most evil, the most uh, incredibly complex, but yet very simple plan uh, to take over all of humanity, and uh, it's anti-God, it's anti-Jesus, and, and and so so. It's anti-Christian. If you are a true Christian, they're coming after you, and people better understand that. Uh, the Christians listening to this need to understand that. Um, there was a statement made by by someone, you know, we smell Christian blood um, and, uh, in the investigations I've been doing. Um, so anyway, um, th- th- this, is, this is all part of th- – there's a much bigger picture here at play. Um, and I hope that makes sense, but we're not going to see the end of this. This is going to run rampant and continue to go on unfettered, unchecked, uh, to heck with the laws, to heck with the Constitution. Uh, they don't exist, at least not for them, and uh, we have to be subservient to them. Now, I don't want to sound defeatist either. Uh, we have to fight back against this, and we can, and we have to do it righteously, and we have to do it in a, in a very logical and very uh, uh, strategic manner. But we have to push back against this. You know, uh, Doug, it's interesting to me. I mean, I've ta- I've been doing your show now. I've known you for, gosh, going on 10 years. And, and what's what's interesting is that the the involvement of the real people in alt media and the, the real people that are the truthers and how we're seeing this more and more and more as a Luciferian dictatorship coming into the world as we had in Genesis chapter six. Because when we first started talking about this stuff on your show, oh gosh, eight, nine, ten years ago, people thought, well, this is loony. There's not going to happen. It's never going to be anything like this. But yet we see it. We see what's going on with the injections. We see what's going on with our DNA. We see what they're doing to us. And we're realizing, as it was as Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, the thing is I didn't realize how quickly this was going to happen when we were talking about it almost a decade ago. I didn't know they were going to really push this implementation in like they have. They softened this up for the past 40 years with the doggone vaccines and all these young children. They made parents and multiple generations of people now feel unless you get 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 vaccines, you can't stay healthy. They've completely ignored what's happened with all of the children that have come down with autism. They've ignored all the children that have come down with learning disabilities. All the children have come down with all kinds of health issues and super bad allergies because of the vaccinations they've given them. But they've programmed the American population to accept vaccines regardless of the consequences. And then we had Trump appoint Fauci. Fauci came in and did his little thing. And he's still there, still running the show, still lying and lying and lying, and nobody will take him down because he's maintaining the narrative that we all have to have this vaccine. Now they're saying is that we have outbreaks of more and more and more and more coronavirus all over the country. And we're having another massive wave come through the United States. It's a complete and total lie. It's all about pushing the vaccines. This morning, Terrence sent me a text, and I sent it out to a few people. I think I sent it out to you too, Doug, and it said the cells lines from the different vaccines uh, basically that are being used in the children have both female and male aborted fetuses. And I never thought about this. I'm going to stop because I'm going to go into detail for just a second on this. When you see that there's cell lines of male cells 
and cell lines of female cells and the aborted fetuses that are being used to inject into our children, you got to ask yourself another question. Is there another nefarious thing that's happening here? And here's what this article says. WI-38 is the cell line from a female aborted fetus used to cultivate viruses used in vaccines. When you inject the DNA from a female carrying two X chromosomes into a male who already carries one X chromosome and a weaker Y chromosome, you now have an overload of the X chromosome. Now we have an onslaught of boys who think they should be girls. This also has to deal with the amount of estrogen in the system when the woman is pregnant. It goes on to say, do we have male DNA in vaccines also? Yes, that's the MRC-5 is the code given to the fetal cell line, also used to cultivate vaccine vial components, and it comes from a male aborted fetus. Do you have girls thinking that they're boys? Yes, it is prominent as boys wanting to be girls. No. Why? Because girls have two dominant X chromosomes. When they are injected with a vaccine containing an MRC5, they aren't just getting a Y chromosome, but yet another dominant X chromosome on top of the two they already have. That's why you don't see as many girls wanting to be boys. You do see boys wanting to be girls. Now, listen to this. This is very important. The Baphomet is a hermaphrodite, what they worship, the snake in a tree. It's half male, half female, blurring the lines. This, app, this, this, this entity, this Baphomet, this Satan thing, they call it Einsoft, is in charge of those who are mandating vaccines. That's what they say when they talk about the interdimensional entities that control the world. And they either kill, maim, or confuse our society. Nothing affecting our children is our fault. It's all damage from a spiritual battle that we are losing. Now, I will say one other thing, too. I will come back and correct that particular statement. If you have a mother who is not using the proper prenatal nutrition, and who is eating food that is very high in estrogen compounds like soybean oil and soybean products, what ends up happening is her estrogen levels go through the roof, and it counteracts the testosterone from the Y chromosome being produced by the mother. The Y chromosome triggers the mother to release testosterone from her ovaries and from her adrenal glands. It, over, it basically counteracts that, causing the boy basically to be very effeminized. Now, think about this. So now you have a boy that's been effeminized or a boy that has not been effeminized, and now they're injected with a vaccine at birth that contains fetal cell lines. Now, here's what I wrote about this morning. I never thought about whether the aborted fetus using vaccines was a male or a female. It always seemed odd to me that aborted fetuses were being used in vaccines to start with. Unless there was some type of adjuvant used, it seems that the existing DNA would override an injected source. Now, listen to this. It came to me this morning. However, in a newborn infant, which has a small body mass, foreign DNA from a stem cell source could be fa a factor with disrupting proper cellular expression, especially when it comes to proper cellular differentiation. This is really interesting and frightening hypothesis. However, this is in alignment with the hermaphroditic goals of the Kabbalists and their sick, perverted teachings from the Zohar. This is what Doug's talking about with Satanism. They want everything inverted as as evil as possible. Remember, the international bankers are primarily Kabbalists, along with the top of the CFR who are dedicated to an old world order, which goes back to the ancient Canaanite religions. Bottom line, Doug's right. We need a revival. Jesus has to be proclaimed from the rooftops to stop this mess. Churches, we have to wake up. We have to stop pretending like it's not going on. We have to stop pretending like hermaphroditic agenda is not one of the primary things that is going on. 
Many of our young boys in churches are extremely effeminate. Many of the young boys in churches are being raised in single-family whole households by their mother who could be dominant and basically forcing that young child to become more and more and more effeminate because of the lack of spiritual guidance from an alpha male leader in the home. Men, we need to pick up the pace here, and we need to start doing mentoring and mentorships with young children and young boys to try to teach them how to be an alpha male. I took it as a tremendous compliment the other day. Somebody sent us a message via Sharon's ST Brower Instagram account and said that since they've been listening to the show, they realize the importance of being an alpha male. Then they realize the importance of praying with their family and the importance of taking spiritual authority over their family. And they understand that now. And they've been doing so. And the people who they give the show to to share, they have found they're also doing that and becoming godly leaders in their household again. We've had enough of this effeminate leadership in the churches. We've got to be real men in churches. Does that mean that we can't be nice? No, we can always be nice. Does that mean we can't be kind to our children and kind to our spouses? Absolutely not. We need to always be kind to our churches, to our people in the churches, our mothers, our brothers, our sisters, our, our wives, and our children. But guys, it's time that we take a stand, and it's time that we realize that without Christ, this thing's a mess. And that's why I told my friend the other day, Alan, we got one choice here. That's Jesus, who is the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter of our faith. And if we don't focus on Jesus, this thing's done. This, this put a fork in this country. The hermaphroditic agenda via the Frankfurt School, via the Kabbalist bankers, via the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 has come to full fruition, including the promotion of the Schofield Bible, which tells us basically not to criticize anything that certain countries do, which is ridiculous. And guys, it's so important that we stay focused on our goals and focused on Jesus. Also, I'm going to let you and Doug finish the show. You guys have a wonderful day. God bless you guys. I prayed for you, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Doug, you, you and Austin finish it up, and I'll do the write-up. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, guys, this is what we've been trying to talk to you about for years and years. And, you know, Doug and I were yelling at the rooftops last summer. He and I both, I mean, he's up in Pennsylvania. I'm down here in Florida. We constantly had numerous conflicts because I told you guys, I said, we can't comply with what they're wanting everybody to do right now. This clearly isn't about health. It's not about safety. It's 100% about control. Are there viruses floating around? Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Research have said for years that anywhere between 60 to 70 viruses we're exposed to on a day-to-day basis, every day. But we have something that God Almighty gave us. It's, it's so incredible. It's called an immune system. It's designed to get exposed to bacterias and viruses and to handle them just fine, especially when you have the right nutrients in your body, especially when you have the right foods in your body, especially when you exercise and you get enough sleep in your body. So trying to force the entire populace to comply was nothing short of full-blown tyranny. And that's what was so frustrating to me last year is I got so much flack. And I know Doug did too when we talked about masks and we talked about lockdowns. And you didn't hear us miss a show. Not one time. None of us did. We all did a show every single day, even during lockdown stuff. Even after that, even I'd never locked down. I still worked and ran around and did what I needed to do. But again, this is what the agenda is. So you have to kind of ask yourself a question at this point. How far are you going to keep complying? How long are you going to keep running around wearing a mask? How long are you going to keep getting this shot that basically is loaded with graphene oxide? Which I got more information that just came out last night on that again. I'm going to bring it up here in a second. But we are literally watching the model 
of the Chinese Communist Party that is run by the international bankers being implemented in this country right now. Everything that's happened in this country right now has already been fully set in the stone in China. They were the poster child. They were the beta test for exactly what we're seeing. And it's interesting. I had a buddy of mine the other day send me a, um, a link. Uh, Michael Barrett, great guy, helps out with a lot of stuff. And it was an article, an actual uh, basically uh, congressional record. From January 10th, 1963, from Speaker Miss Patricia Norton and basically another individual that was Mr. Herlong that was going into detail because they were diametrically opposed to communism. And they wrote down the top 45 communist goals. And I read them last night. And we're going to post the link on our website. And what's interesting about it, I'll just read a couple of them. I'm not going to read all 45 of them. But one of them was promote the United Nations as the only hope for mankind, and if its charter is rewritten, demand that it be set up as a one-world government with its own independent armed forces. Guys, that was from 1963. Another one they had on here was basically gain control of all student newspapers. Another one was gain control of all schools and use it as a transmission belt for socialism and current communism propaganda. Gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. And here's one. Continue discredited American culture by degrading all forms of its expression of America. Another one went into here as well. Go on to break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazines, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Present homosexuality as normal, natural, and healthy. Infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Another one on here as well is discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, and out of step with modern needs. And there's more and more and more and more that go on there that, I mean, they're right on point. And you think about it, and you go, that's exactly what's been happening right now. We've literally been watching it to a T. Every single thing that they've been wanting to do, they've implemented it. And quite frankly, a lot of it's been because we haven't done anything about it whatsoever. And, you know, as we're starting to see this push, and I saw the article now yesterday, and I've told you guys, the, the FBI is so beyond far compromised and controlled by this deep state now, it's, it's almost mind-boggling. What they've done to the January 6th protesters is nothing short than full-blown tyranny. Having four or 500 people that are denied pretrial release and denied bond are being held until trial because they think they're a danger to society because they're being charged with you know, felony trespassing or whatever bogus charges they're dropping. And then I saw an article earlier this morning that's now coming out that the FBI used at least 12 confidential informants to entrap a super small group of patsies in a pretty much FBI-manufactured kidnapping plot that was significantly used for lockdowns and restrictions to basically kidnap Governor Whitmore. Gretchen Whitmore, you know, the irate, out-of-control, insanely moronic governor in Michigan? Yes, that governor. They went in. If you guys remember, I talked about it in detail. They said, oh, we got this, we got this big group we just arrested. There's, there's five of them, and they're going to go kidnap Governor Whitmore. And they didn't even have any significant, significant concrete plan to do it. But apparently now there were 12 different FBI confidential informants that had infiltrated the group over multiple times and essentially helped fund them, 
help instigate them, help plan stuff for them, and basically help coordinate the entire thing. And the five guys just happened to be patsies that were too stupid to realize they were getting played. And uh, they used it as a huge, huge precipitating incident to blame not only the Patriots. Remember, a lot of stuff was spooled up in motion before January 6th happened. Numerous incidents has happened. The FBI had January 6th, in my opinion, and its crosshairs and plan for months on end. They knew what was going to happen, and they made sure it was going to be a catalyst. What do you think about this, Doug, now that we're starting to see so many FBI informants that were involved with this incident with Whitmore, which we're also starting to hear the same thing now come out about January 6th? Do you think all of this together was at some point now pretty much coordinated by the FBI to do exactly what they did? You know, uh, that's a great question and a great synopsis. Uh, you've got 12 FBI operatives involved in uh, a kidnapping plot that ended with six arrests. And, and this, uh, back in the 1990s, um, I, I was an operational and informational asset for the Department of Justice, U.S. Department of Justice and the FBI. And, and I worked uh, I worked some cases as an operational asset with the FBI, uh, meaning uh, essentially that, uh, um, you know, I, I well, it, because of my uh, status as an investigator, I, I, I was involved in uh, some federal issues uh, where I could go in where the FBI couldn't, and they used me, you know, with my permission, uh, again, to uh, to effect arrest. All right, so if you fast forward to, let's say, 2001, the events there, um, we had an agency that was, uh, and still do have, but um, approved by the FBI for uh, intelligence gathering and submission of, of threats to the FBI, uh, subsequent to and as a result of 9/11, and we stopped that within, uh, you know, within several, several. We did that for several years, but we stopped that when we ran into the when we had a problem where we could not separate the good guys from the bad guys. And I want people to really think about that. Uh, when you cannot tell the difference between the good guys and the bad guys. When you turn over, um, let's say in a locked Arabic language chat room, uh, the names and, and the uh, dialogue or the interchange exchanges that occurred, uh, that occurred within the, the forum and find out that, uh, you have good guys in, in air quotes, uh, attempting to, um, uh, facilitate an attack against our infrastructure, and, and this would not happen without the FBI. We called it quits. We said we can't do this anymore. We're not going to do this anymore because, uh, we, again, you just don't know the good guys from the bad guys. And so we watched in real time the morphing of whatever this this intelligent once once prestigious supposedly FBI turn into this catalyst for. Uh, the deep state. And, uh, so, so this, so if you fast forward to today, you know, back in October 20 from the outset, everything around the plot to kidnap the Michigan governor seemed sketchy. It was almost ridiculous. And this culminated really in, uh, well, it, when you look at, it's not coincidental that both in 2018 and 2020, the FBI exploits involved just odd suspects and weird different crazy frameworks and operations. Uh, 
Um, but what did this culminate? When did this culminate? It was an election year surprise, so to speak. Um, and I don't want to bring politics into it, I guess. However, it's hard not to because the intense political motivations by our intelligence agencies, not Republican or Democrat, but globalist versus everyone else. That's what we're seeing here. Uh, the, the, you know, the, the attempt to frame candidate and then president and then uh, citizen uh, Donald Trump. Whether you like him or not, I don't care. It doesn't matter. He's an American citizen the, uh, for this vast Russian uh, election conspiracy. When you coordinate that with the opposing candidate, Hillary Clinton, uh, what she did and was let go for, and, and, and you know, no one, I mean, everyone turned their heads, uh, in the actions of FBI Director Chris Wray at the time. Um, it, you know, so all of this, the compromise is deep and it's embedded. So I, I guess what I'm saying is, again, this is nothing new. It's just a, a, an evolution, in my view, the evolution and the pollution uh, of the intelligence apparatus against the American people, against the citizens. And, and by the way, if you are a Christian and you are a Christian conservative, if you believe that boys are boys and girls are girls, if you believe in uh, the biblical account of marriage, uh, you know, between a man and a woman, not between two guys or two women. And, uh, you know, um, uh, if you believe that we should not tolerate the sexual perversion of our children. And I think we've been too tolerant. You know, people say, well, we need to have more tolerance. No, we don't. We need to have more intolerance, in my view. We need to be more intolerant of this perverse view that's being thrust down our throats. Um, and I think that, that we have to stand up now and say, look, you know, and we told you back in the, uh, in the days that uh, the Supreme Court ruled on uh, same-sex marriage, we told people they, they were not going to stop there. They were going to uh, lower the age of consent to, you know, some ridiculous age. They were going to uh, pervert our children in schools. So all of this combined, and in, in my view, and, and I'll shut up here, but in my view, you cannot look at any one specific incident um, by itself in a vacuum. And you read the goals, the, the uh, communist goals. Uh, those were read into the record back in 1963 into the congressional record, but apparently no one was paying attention. So all of this is what I'm saying is working together to take down Western civilization, but think bigger than that. Um, it's a globalist agenda. And, and next, you know, it's going to move, by the way, this is going to move from uh, the COVID crisis to climate change. Um, hey, we've got to do something right now. We've got to shut everything down because, you know, we're killing the planet. That's what's next on the agenda. But meanwhile, the things that you mentioned before, the, uh, the, the, the uh, censoring of the text, the monitoring of your emails, communications, your, the text. Oh, and by the way, I didn't mention emails. Emails are being monitored. And Tucker Carlson, big deal. I mean, you know, look, again, I said this happened. I personally experienced this almost 10 years ago now, uh, several years ago. So... I just, I really would, would beg everyone to really look at the larger picture. And as, as Ted talked about, you know, who's behind this? So there you have it. I mean, it, it, it's, unless we fight, and, and we know how the story ends. Austin, we know how the, we know how the Bible, I mean, we know how this ends. But we have to be vigilant. We have to understand that we still have to be in this fight. Although we can't change prophecy, 
we certainly can be present to fight against the um, the, the wiles of, of Satan and the, and the devil, uh, even if you don't believe in, regardless of what you believe, you've got to be able to see that there's good and evil, in my view. I mean, you've got, in, unless you're unless you're totally gone, in which case, you know, there's nothing I can do. So I'll shut up now. But that's kind of my answer to all of this. Well, no, you're, you're exactly right. And it's funny, I had chuckled when you said that, I guess, nobody bothered to read the congressional record in 1963. You're absolutely right. And this tolerant behavior that has gone on for far too long, and I've, I've absolutely called it out on the show and personally in my own life with local stuff that's been going on, is that God doesn't talk about anywhere in the Bible that we need to be tolerant of homosexuals' agenda trying to pervert and bring our children into pedophilia. There's no, it doesn't say anywhere in the world, in the Bible, you need to be tolerant of that behavior. When, when a queer, homosexual, perverted, pedophile gay men choir in San Francisco does a video about how they're going to pervert and corrupt your children and that we're right about it and they're coming for our children to say, oh, well, you know what, you got to be tolerant about that. You, you've got to kind of let them do it. And I think this concept is eluded a lot of Christians because a lot of Christian pastors, and forgive me for saying this because I don't say it sarcastically, a lot of them have been castrated by a lot of the money and 501c3 corporation that they've allowed themselves to be drug into, to where they don't want to say anything because everything's based about money in the church, which is actually the complete opposite. You know, I didn't remember reading about Jesus Christ being tolerant when he walked into the temple and they had unjust scales and they were ripping people off and basically doing financial transactions in the temple. He actually became quite irate and he flipped the tables and ran them out with a whip. He didn't walk in and say, you know what? I just got to be tolerant of this. I know this is wrong. I know you're blaspheming the building of God, the temple. I know you guys are basically completely and totally corrupt individuals, but I'm just, I'm going to be tolerant, you know, cause I don't, I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want anybody getting upset at me. You know, I don't, I don't need that. My goodness. You want to talk about, he hacked off people all throughout the Bible. He was constantly making people mad because why he spoke the truth. That is all he ever did was speak the truth 100% of the time, and that's why we try to get the information out there. Now, the truth will set you free, but certain people, they don't want to see the truth. They don't want to believe the truth. They would rather believe the lie because the lie sometimes is easier to believe, especially when you believe when you believe the lie for so long. And now you've got this normalcy bias where you have this conflict in your mind psychologically, and you got to say, okay, this is actually what's really going on. Your brain goes, no, no, I don't want to believe that. You got to go, no, this is what you, this is the truth. This is what you got to believe. Uh, I don't want to believe that. That's too negative. Well, it doesn't matter if it's a negative or not. It's what's happening. You have to come together at some point in time in your brain, and you have to identify it, and you have to realize it doesn't matter if you like it or if you don't like it. It doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. It's what's happening, just like the 1963 congressional record with the communist agenda. They have literally done almost every single thing on that 45 list letter, almost every single thing. They've done it, and most of it was consensual. We didn't do anything about it. We didn't stop anything about it. 
That's why I've been so adamant about the school systems now because they're not even trying to pretend like they're not indoctrinating the kids through communist propaganda anymore. They're not even, they're not even trying to act like they're not doing it. They're, they're doing it right in front of our faces. And now they're telling us we're going to do it to your kids and you can't even say anything about it. I talked about Murray a couple of weeks ago. There's been multiple schools now that have basically been expelling children and barring parents from talking. The one dad talked about yesterday, I forgot what school board it was. They went in and they allowed, you know, if you go to a school board meeting, they pretty much allow three minutes. That's the standard on pretty much almost all school boards. You get three minutes and they cut your microphone off. Well, apparently now anybody that comes in and wants to talk promoting critical race or a homosexual curriculum that they're promoting, they have no time limit. Well, good. That, that, that's intolerant, guys. That's, that's racist. That's, that's homophobic. If we if we don't let them talk as long as they want, and I get up there and go, okay, well I want to talk. Well, you, you get three minutes, peasant. You don't get to talk about that. Okay, well why is it rules for thee but not for me? Why is that concept being pushed so hard? Well, the answer is very simple, because they do not want opposition to their agenda. And slowly but surely, my friends, listen to me. Slowly but surely, they've reached a point now to where they control 95% of the conversation and you get to have 5%. That's where this is going. They're over-talking everybody. They're over-voluming everybody. They're making sure that you get your little snippet of word in and that they come in and can say anything they want as long as they want, as aggressively as they want, as propagandized as they want, and it's completely okay. That is not acceptable. That's why I've said if you have an incident like this going on at your school board, bring in 50 people. Bring in 100 people. Bring in 200 people. If they're going to try and cut the mic off at three minutes, let's bring in 250 people to get three minutes each. They're going to talk about what's going on. They can't shut it down at that point. This is so important right now because the children are the most important thing that's coming up in this next generation because if we lose them, it's done. And now you're seeing the absolute invasion of not only our medical rights, but our privacy. I saw the video, the footage from Mecklenburg County, North Carolina yesterday. I don't know if you guys have seen this yet. I'll I'll put the article up for that one too as well today, where there's volunteers and county health department workers going door to door trying to coerce people into getting this COVID gene editing shot. And what's interesting about it, these volunteers – are walking around going door to They recorded them on the news. You can watch the video. And they're going in basically trying to coerce people into why they need to get the shot. Now, what's interesting about this, this is super sneaky because this is one of the first times they've done this before. Remember, they, they put the concept out there, well, we're just going to go door to door and inform people. We, we just want to let people know what a, what a safe vaccine it is. Even though the, the FDA is now forcing the Johnson & Johnson to put a big old warning on their box that the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 shot can cause Guillain-Barre syndrome. But it's, it's totally safe. You know, it's, it's totally safe. Don't, don't worry about that. That's rare. So they always tell you it's rare until it happens to your family, your kid, your sister. Oh, it's, that was rare. That was one in a million. That, that should never happen, but it did. Oh, well, we're sorry. Guys, they're lying to everybody. They're lying to you. They're telling you it's caviar, but it's really their poop, and they're telling you to eat it. I can't be any more blatant about that. They're spitting in your face. It's funny. In North Carolina, one of the things they've done here is WCNC Charlotte was recording it. 
the volunteers are going up to the door boasting and bragging about how good this COVID gene editing experimental shot with graphene oxide is for you. And then what they're doing is as soon as people even consider getting the shot, they go, oh, well, well, guess what? Guess what? You're the lucky winner today. You're the lucky winner. Congratulations. Ding, ding, ding. We've got a health worker right down the corner in their car. They got the shot with them. Oh, my gosh, this is so convenient. I can't believe this is happening right now. But let's get him up here right now. Let's close the deal. If you want, let's go ahead, and he'll give you the shot right now. You have to worry about it anymore. And they're going, uh, well, um, come on, man. They're right there. You can't get any easier. You don't have to go anywhere. Sit on your porch. Healthcare worker, come right up. Let's just do it right now. They're salesmen. They're selling you the idea of getting a death jab. The problem is a lot of people, if you're not informed – and you're not strong in your convictions and holding your values, a lot of people are going to go, oh, gosh, uh, I don't want any conflict. Well, dude, come on. Just get the shot. Just, they're right there. Health workers right there. Just get it. Come on, come on, come on. And they get it. And that's exactly what they're doing right now. And you just wait until this thing gets FDA approval. Bobblehead Fauci's pushing it. FBA's pushing it. CDC's pushing it. All these high-ups are pushing the approval from the FDA. Once it's approved by the FDA, you haven't seen a vaccine push like you're going to see with that. And what's interesting about it is the. Uh, Austin, can can yeah. I interrupt you there? Okay, yeah, because, please jump okay. in. I, I just want to, uh, just to let people know and let you know, I, I, had a, uh, I have a medical doctor who's been giving me a lot of information. As a matter of fact, uh, this is a very aware doctor about what's going on. And he, he's got a practice and, you know, he has hospital privileges and such. Anyway, he sent me uh, videos, a couple of things. He sent me videos of uh, patients who allowed him to use magnets on, on their injection sites, whether it be days after, months after the injection, first or second, regardless of, of the uh, jab juice type. And, uh, and I've got possession of these videos where... Uh, it is magnetized. That's that's kind of a uh, kind of a footnote. What I'm going to say. Anyway, uh, the doctor had and I and I I've been communicating with him for for some time, and, and I asked him about FDA approval. And, and this goes to your point here. He said, you know, I've been thinking all, really long and hard about this. Uh, when you when you go back and look at what happened during the swine flu days, and, and even to a lesser extent, the H1N1 days, but specifically uh, swine flu with the uh, uh, vaccines and the adverse effects that were experienced, it, it, there was only like three or four, and then they shut the whole program down. Whereas today, you've got numerous documented cases of adverse effects. He said to me, he said, you know, I don't know if these are going to if any of these are, are these vaccines in dreaded air quotes are going to be FDA approved. And I said, well, how can you say that after all we've talked about? And he said, think about this. Um, the FDA does, you know, it's a fact that they monitor these, these adverse reactions and they've got to document by law. Of course, we know what's law anymore uh, by law, the adverse reactions. So as where, whereas now today with the emergency use um, authorization, the reporting is uh, almost voluntary. That's not the right word. It will become required once they are approved. These vaccines are approved. Okay, so have, having said that, they're in a catch-22 position where if, they, if, the, if the FDA says, okay, it's, it's approved, you know, spam stamp of approval, then 
the reporting requirements are going to change drastically. And we're going to see more, um, shall we say, more uh, uh, transparency with the side effects. Because right now, the side effects and the deaths are basically 1 in 40 are reported. Um, now, is that is that going to happen? I don't know. You know, I mean, he's, he's looking at this from... Uh, the medical uh, uh, perspective. And one one last thing he did tell me, and I think this is critically important for people to know. In the hospitals, plural, that he has privileges. Upon admission, there, the doctors and nurses, well, specifically the doctors, have instructions not to ask the patients upon admission whether they have received the Fauci vaccination or the, you know, the EUA uh, uh, substance. The reason for that is if they come in with a, with a, with myocarditis you know, pericarditis or whatever their ailment might be, they cannot associate the admission or the reaction or the infirmary, in, 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 um, you, know, you know, the physical problem with the issuance or with the injection. So that's what's taking place all across America today. He's talked to other people in other parts of the country. I'm not going to tell you which part of the country he's in, but it's just... It is mind-blowing what is taking place, the, the munging and spoofing of the numbers. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. I don't know what you think of that, but I've, what I've seen, and, and I also have um, scientific papers that you mentioned earlier, graphene oxide. Um, the absolute, um, in addition to it, it not being okay for human use, graphene oxide being a um, uh, graphene antenna for low-cost and environmentally friendly RFID tags. I mean, there are some scientific papers here that blow my mind that this is actually a um, graphene-based dipole antennas, okay, which makes the body um, a receiver and perhaps a transmitter, it's, you know, with RFID technology. And he even went so far, and he hasn't gotten it yet, but to use a scanner to see if there's any kind of information that, that does come up from the graphene oxide. So I just I thought I'd mention that, but go ahead, sir, and continue. Well, no, you're spot on. That's exactly what we're starting to see, and it appears the research, and I, I talked about it on your show last week as well, the graphene oxide is also one of the key components in making lithium-ion batteries. Now – Yesterday, the FCC, I brought it up, the FCC is coming out now, and they are allowing basically uh, these internet companies, these telecom companies to come in and petition people and pay them money if they'll put 5G antenna towers on their house because 5G is short wave. So they got to have 5G towers everywhere. And it appears, what it appears now. You know, and listeners, listen to me right now. I'm not – Doug and I don't try to brag about, you know, we said this or we said that. But what we're saying is we've done a lot of research and we talked to a lot of people. This is what it appears is starting to occur. This is the first phase of this injection. I don't think it's going to stop with this. Pfizer's already petitioning to get approval for their third dose, their booster dose, and then they've said after that people may need a booster shot every single year and basically perpetuity forever. It's going to be like a flu shot. This is the first time that I've ever found as far as in my research that graphene oxide has been used in an injection into humans. Graphene oxide has never been approved for human usage ever. The FDA has never approved it. It's unbelievably toxic to all living organisms, especially human beings. 
And the article that we've been talking about, and that's why I post online, the La Quinta column, as far as the Spanish researchers, they just released another official interim report yesterday investigating the presence of graphene oxide nanoparticles in the Pfizer shot. Orwell City translated into English, and what's interesting they released yesterday now is that it's showing up on Google now. Now remember, a week and a half ago, all the fact checkers said, no, 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 no. Graphene oxide's never used in an injection. It can never be used in a shot. It's not okay for human usage. That's fake news. Well, now it comes out, and you can look it up on Google. There's a patent to use graphene oxide as a carrier, supposedly, in the shots, patented by the Chinese team. You can download the document in Chinese, which says it's from 2020 and can be translated to Google Translator. It's patent CN11222020901. And the title of the patent is Nano Coronavirus Recumbent Vaccine Taking Graphene Oxide as a Carrier. At the beginning of it, the abstract that says the invention belongs to the field of nanoparticles and biomedicine and relates to a vaccine in particular, the development of the coronavirus nuclear recumbent nano vaccine. Now, it says the patent priority was set on September 27, 2020, and publication was on January 15, 2021. Now, that's ironic to me because Everybody yelled and screamed and hollered and said, fake news, you're fake news conspiracy theorist, Austin, when we talked about this article from these Spanish researchers. Said, no, 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 that's not true. Well, now there's a patent, Chinese patent on it. So which one is it, fact checkers? If you listen to my show and you guys like to write me stupid emails, which I delete upon reading the first sentence of them, what's the truth then? We got a patent now from China saying they patented graphene oxide nanotechnology in these shots. It appears to me from the only reason you would use this is exactly what Doug just talked about is the RFID technology in these shots in order to make essentially every person a giant 5G transmitter walking around. Because at that point, remember this, once there's enough of this stuff in your system, if it doesn't kill you because it creates a gigantic gigantic cytokine storm once it gets in your body this is why so many people are having heart inflammation the heart remember the cardiac muscle is very unique muscle in the body it's also a muscle that can never stop you tear a bicep muscle what do you do you connect it you put it in a sling you heal up cardiac muscle doesn't get that privilege it doesn't get to go you know what i'm gonna put my heart in a sling for a month and i'm gonna shut it down and not pump it. i'm gonna let it recover once the heart becomes extremely inflamed it will kill you if pericarditis gets basically untreated. So myocarditis is the same. And if you're having such significant cytokine storm and the inflammation response is so bad, it can kill you even faster depending on how your body responds to it. That's why it's so important to have the vitamin C and D3 in the body. That's talked about in detail with the D3 and the cytokine storm. So it appears this graphene oxide is going to be used to tie every body into the Internet of Things because at some point in time, they want to be able to track you and control you without you having your slave tracker iPhone. That's the overall goal. That's why Elon Musk talked about the Neuralink basically implantation in your brain because right now if you want to if you just want to ride off dude you shut your phone off or you just throw it out the door throw it in a box and leave go drive in your you know 1970 vehicle that's basically emf proof doesn't have onstar on it there's not much of any way they're going to track you so i think that's where we're kind of going with this we got a couple minutes left on the show doug do you think 
if they really do have graphene oxide in this injection, do you think this is where it's headed in your personal opinion? 100%. 100%. And, you know, there are scientific reports out from uh, the uh, late uh, 2019 and all through 2019 about graphene oxide uh, hybrid framework um, being, uh, well, as it enhanced broadband absorption and gigahertz frequencies. They were looking at this far, far long before the, uh, um, the COVID, you know, or SARS-CoV-2 uh, came out. So anyway, yes, I believe it, uh, that to be the case. And I think that we are in, in a position. And, and I also think, too, you had mentioned uh, or Ted had mentioned, uh, you know, Genesis 6 and such. I do think this is biblical, biblical. And I think it's important for people to really grasp that concept that, you know, what is what was in the beginning, uh, you know, perhaps even pre-edemic, if, if you're of that mindset, it is happening today. And, you know, you ask yourself why. Well, I, I believe that they're, they're going for not just surveillance, um, Austin, in my view, but for total control. And uh, again, I, I referenced that book uh, published in 78, one of the most horrifying um, things I've read in terms of what the government did what the different governments have done and what their plans are. Okay. And it's, it would make Orwell blush at, at you know, or, or dig a hole in, you know, and put himself in it because it's just so crazy. So yes, I mean, I, I think, and, and by the way, um, how can I put this? Um, I do have, well, I don't, I don't personally have, but I have access to vials if anyone has a on our side and you'll have to be vetted a lab that wants to analyze these um this jab juice uh let me know or let uh ted and austin know but uh anyway so yes i believe to answer your question yes i believe this this is that's we're on the same page with that doug it's been awesome having you on the show all my friends and listeners doug hagman Hagman Report. Be sure to follow him on all of his listings. Go check out the Hagman Report. Sign up for it. Get notifications on it. Listen to it. This man's spot on. He's right on the same page we are with this. And we're doing everything we can to get the truth out there as fast as we can. Doug, it's a pleasure, as always, having you on the show, my friend. Thank you so much. We'll definitely have you on again soon. And uh, thank you. And I'll just say this. I think you've got the best show out there. I I appreciate your uh, honesty. I appreciate your intellect. And uh, thank God you're there, you and your father. God bless you. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, Doug. He's an awesome guy, my friends. Great friend. And um, this is why we're, we're bouncing this back and forth between a lot of people that are really knowledgeable and have a lot of connections all over the country, guys. This is, it's, I'm, not, I'm not sitting in my basement in a hermit just coming up with random stuff. We've been researching this, and we've been building connections all across the country with hundreds of people looking and listening to this. And he said that. We, we have a doctor that basically has access to some vials. I don't know how to analyze them because I don't have an in-depth enough lab to do this. It's a very, very invasive, specific testing that you have to do on these. But if you have a lab or if you basically are a doctor and you have access to this, let us know. Get in touch with us or get in touch with Doug, and we'll see if we can um, do some more research on this because this is where I think it's headed, guys. There's a reason why it says – in Genesis 6, 5, that essentially the wickedness of man was so great on earth and every intent of every thought in his heart was evil continually. That didn't just happen by accident. That didn't just happen. You got to think, 
they allegedly, what I know of, didn't have TVs and 5G towers that we know of back then. But they had something that was able to do this. And I think that's where they're trying to take this back to and make every person basically evil all the time. As weird as it sounds, crazy of alleged, you know, we step out on saying this and all the flack we get, everything's pointing this direction. So thank you my friends, my listeners, getting this information out there, getting the truth out there. It is one of the most single-handedly most effective things we can do right now. Like I said last year, don't be scared to talk the truth. You're going to get in confrontations. You're going to have arguments. You're going to lose friends. I promise you that as well. You're going to have people who don't talk to you anymore. But it doesn't matter. If you know it's the truth and you know you get the information out there, that is your requirement. So if you need anything, healthmasters.com, my friends, be sure to check it out. Got a lot of different specials going on right now. It's along with the ultimate multiple caps, 15% off, and also the product of the week, the cortisol buster. It won product of the week. Y'all voted. It won. Be sure to check it out. I'm going to swap it on the website in the next couple hours here. So thank you again for the support. Thank you for just supporting the alternative media that's really getting the truth out there. Because there's there's a lot of alternative media. There's also a lot of disinformation with those guys as well. So there's the best we can do as aggressively as we can do it. Thank you, my friends. I don't know that was a fast hour. <laughs> you guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. Stay prepped, stay healthy, stay in shape. I'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.